the starters manage all of the ups and downs of grieving this loss. I use what I learned after my mom passed into a mother of two. Thank you so much for sticking with me through this and for continually listening to the episodes while I get the hang of podcasting. I promise that each episode will be better from here on out starting next week. And I so appreciate all of the support that each one of you has given me. Let's get started with the episode. To the show. Thank you. Yes, of course. I just like to start off each episode with each woman just sharing about the loss of their mother. I'd have to say for me, it's been very hard, especially since I'm the only child. I think it's hard because I don't have anyone that loves my mother like I loved her, that knew her like I knew her. You know, I don't have anyone to share that grief with. So I feel like I'm like all alone in all of it. So thank you for sharing. What would you say has been the hardest part about being an only child and losing your mom? You know, there's a couple layers to that. Basically, it's just, you know, what to do next, you know, after because my my, my mother's loss was uh, unexpected. So I feel like, you know, with it being unexpected and stuff, what am I supposed to do now? You know, that was not something I, you know, anticipated. And then being, um, you know, a motherless mother, it's like I am just raising her from the best of what I remember how my mother raised me and from books and from friends. And luckily I do have some aunt, um, you know, for their input. But, you know, it's, you know, I don't, I don't, raising a kid is really hard to, know if you're doing things right sometimes that reassurance of you know you're doing a good job you know I think my dad said it like maybe twice and my daughter's six and a half not that I feel like I need the reassurance all all the time but it's kind of it'll be nice you know a lot of people that are raising kids have their parents to help them or you know or be involved in their lives yeah absolutely I was just thinking you know just not really having like another sibling that has lost their mom you know I feel like it's Mm -hmm. different like you know your mom's sister like lost your mom but to her it was her sister if that makes sense exactly it's not the same of being her offspring and experiencing that loss my loss isn't the same as my grandmother's and my loss is not the same as her sisters her siblings like it's not the same and so I like have no one to share that with and it's kind of frustrating because it's just like, you know, sometimes when people are saying, oh, you know, I know how you feel or a lot of those things that a lot of non-grieving people don't realize, those things are a little, it gets condescending after a while because it's like, no, you don't know how it is. You don't know how it feels. And this is something that I'm like walking this path alone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And 
I feel like too, especially when it would come to, you know, raising a child, like we don't ask our parents questions when we are kids. One, because we're right. kids, we're not going to know the difference, but it's like, exactly. now that I need my mom to ask these questions to like, she's not here. And I mean, it's not like you can ask your sister who might be older than you or your brother who might be older than you. Hey, do you remember so-and-so from childhood? Because you know, you're an only child. So how have you, I guess, coped with being an only child and yeah, like not having, you know, your mom? Um, I mean, I think I've done okay with it. Um, basically growing up the only child, I was always felt alone anyway. So it's just kind of like, okay, I'm really alone as an adult, you know? And so it's just kind of like an, an ex, you know, extenuation of how I felt even without my mom. So it's like even more lonely because I didn't really realize that my mom was like my best friend until after she passed. But I guess I kind of knew it because it was just the two of us because she was a single mom. But, you know, it's like that realization is like tenfold after she's gone. And then it like hurts even more because she's gone. And then you realize it's like, well, dang, why didn't I realize that while she was still alive, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, just basically just walking the path, just like, um, you know, trying to reach out, finding those friends that might understand when you have your blue times, when your blue moments where you just kind of don't want to be quite as social during certain times of the year or whatever. Yeah. So have you found yourself navigating or, you know, reaching out to a certain person, you know, since you don't have a brother or sister when like you've been struggling like where's been your support system i don't really have one um i do have um my aunts my paternal aunts those are my dad's sisters they um i have a, a aunt who's a pastor and you know if i'm feeling the word of god then she's a good person to to turn to but i don't really have anybody i mean i'm very grateful for the support groups that's on facebook because um there i don't really have anyone there's nobody that has really experienced um, the kind of loss that I have. Um, I do have a cousin, you know, I have some cousins that lost their mom unexpectedly, but we're not close. And there's some white after my mom's death, like one of them, you know, she was in touch, but you know, I really haven't ever had, I mean, I had somebody, I had people short while, but I mean, you know, people go on about their lives and here I am still dealing with it on a daily basis and it'll be 10 years on Mother's Day. So I don't really have anyone. Bless your heart. I thank you for sharing. I, 10 years on Mother's Day. That's, yeah. I mean, there's not much to say to that. Um, yeah. Kind of funny how those things happen. So. Yeah, this will be the second cousin, time. <laughs> you know, you have like lost, you know, their mom unexpectedly. Do you think that it would have been, you know, beneficial to you in the grief process to, you know, maybe have a sibling? I know, you know, it's hard to say because it's adult, but do you think that you would maybe even talk to them about it or? Like, how do you think? I mean, that- it's a, yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. Um, you know, my mom used to always say, because I used to always, like, you know, if I wanted a sibling when I was younger, she's like, she has siblings. She's, she's like, there's no guarantee if you have siblings that you're going to get along with them, that you're going to have a bond with them. And I always, you know, that always was in the back of my head, you know, even though it's not something I ever had. But I mean, I, and I realized that. So I don't know because I know everybody grieves differently. Yeah. So um, that's kind of, it, it would be nice, but that is, that's true. I mean, you might not have had a bond or maybe you didn't have a bond and then, after the death and you bonded together or maybe they're you know you were complete opposites and that's not something that you can 
you know, grieve with. I know that my friend, I have a best friend back home in Ohio, and I don't think, I think her one sister, she grieves, she shuts down. She totally has went through the process of the grief of their loss of their mom. Totally different. And like, she just keeps to herself. And it's not, and I have a, a distinct feeling they probably don't even talk about it amongst themselves. And they all I actually think it's been more divisive with their relationships. So I don't know. That's not a guarantee when you have siblings that that's something that you would have or somebody to lean on with that. Yeah, you know, you make a good point. I just didn't know if you had ever thought about it. But I can totally see, you know, what you mean, how feeling like you're like extra alone. Grief in general is so isolating. Yeah. And we know when you're an only child. I mean, I barely talked to my brother about it, but still, it's like I have that. So you said you found yourself like, did you say like going to church or praying or something like that? Like, um, well, I mean, what is if I'm having a peace. Yeah. I mean, if I, it just depends on what I'm feeling, what I need. I mean, on a rare occasion, my parents have been divorced since I was a toddler. So, and my dad's on his fifth wife. So like, you know, on a rare occasion, I might reach out to my dad, but I mean, I really don't have that person to truly, I mean, it depends on the moment. Sometimes, you know, whatever he has to say might comfort me. And sometimes I just lean on my best friend, you know, but at this point in the game, as long as we've been friends, you know, she kind of feels like, okay, hasn't it been long enough, which, which really just make, distance me from her because she doesn't get it. You know, she is estranged from her mother and all like, a, and here I am who, would get every, anything for my mom to be with me to still even be walking this earth and she by choice you know does not have a relationship with her and that you know that's irritating to me because it's just like you have no idea how lucky you are to still have a living parent and so sometimes we kind of you know we have to agree to disagree because she doesn't know what it's like and she's closer to her dad so she would probably feel how I feel you know if her dad died you know but not with her mom so it's just something that she could never understand yeah I know absolutely that makes a lot of sense. So I guess my next question would be, how did you find, have you found comfort in almost being alone? Because I know sometimes, you know, for some people it can be comforting, yet it can be lonely. So are you just like kind of used to it or have you found like, have you like come to terms with it almost? I think that my daughter definitely has saved me for that because she's like my little buddy and, <laughs> um, you know, and I really feel like she saved me. So it's like, she's very, yeah, that's so cute. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, she didn't know your mom, but no, you're like kind of alone in the sense that you don't have a sibling, but you're not alone because I feel like, especially since, you know, your daughter wasn't born, I feel like she would have a ton of questions and, you know, you, I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, you could be able to talk to her about it. So that seems almost like really like, we're not reassuring, but it's kind of like inspiring. It's like, oh, okay. Like you can see your mom, you know, maybe through her. Even see your mom yeah, def- yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, people always say that, you know, babies and children, are, they're more, they know about, I believe in the afterlife. And so they know about, you know, the afterlife and they've had interactions. So I'm a firm believer that my mom and my daughter had definitely met each other. Um, when she was a baby, she used to, when she would wake up, she would, <clears throat> excuse me, when she would wake up, she was, you know how babies are kind of like cooing and they're looking up in the air. You always wonder what the heck are they looking at, you know? And then as my daughter got older, um, when she was, you know, barely could talk, she would wake up and talk about butterflies. And I don't know if you are a firm believer in that, but, you know, butterflies are a sign of, you know, our loved ones, you know, giving us signs. 
I didn't see the butterflies, but she used to always talk about, oh, did you see the butterfly? Well, I didn't see the butterfly. But unfortunately, as, as kids get older, they lose those abilities. And so I really feel like my mom was probably around. I probably just didn't feel her. And, and, and I believe that they totally met, you know, before she became a part of my life. And I think that encourages me. And as far as my daughter's questions, I mean, I just answer them to the best of my ability. And she knows that it's something that gives me sadness. So she tries not to ask too much. But, um, you know, I try to hold back my tears and answer her questions. Because she deserves to know as much as she can about her grandmother, even though she's never met her. And she knows, yeah, I have a grandmother, but, you know, she she's not living, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's good that, you know, you have her in a sense of comfort and isolation. Because nobody should feel like they have to be used to anything, whether it's being an only child and going through this. Or, I, I mean, I don't know, literally anything. So I feel like that's almost just, like becoming complacent rather so it's nice to see that you found you know comfort in that and joy and realizing that like you know you had your daughter and she helped you you know through it yeah blessings when we don't really (laughs) um think about it yeah so is there like a mother figure or anything that you find yourself reaching out to or want to talk to yeah uh, yeah luckily uh, my dad has a lot of siblings and so I do have one particular aunt that um, I am very close with that um, she was like a second mom for me when my mom was still living and so definitely she's someone that I lean on from time to time Um, and she's kind of she's like a grandmother figure for my daughter and which I definitely uh, am appreciative of um, because I don't feel like my dad has stepped up to the plate to be the kind of grandfather that I would like for him to be and he was not a part of my life either you know like as far as childhood and stuff so he's not I kind of felt like this was a second opportunity and he's really failing at it so I'm very appreciative of um, his eldest uh, sister and um, you know stepping up and you know my daughter loves talking to her and you know she's someone that I can talk to and and actually at this point it's more my daughter and her and not so much her and I because you know that's pretty common when people have kids they care about your kids and not you (laughs) as much which is okay Um, because I I value the fact that my daughter has a grandmother type of figure in her life because that means a lot I feel bad that she doesn't have that you know because I'm not close to my stepmother and you know I'm appreciative that my aunt is literally just a call away or text away and you know and I, I really wholeheartedly feel like you know she's going to be there for my daughter for as long as she's living so yeah of course I mean it definitely makes a difference Mm -hmm. um so I guess another random question has being an only child going through this do you think that you were like you want like do you want in like one child or did you want more than one well my daughter wasn't planned um I have never been married and so she was not expected I wasn't planning on her so and I never actually wanted kids but um you know I'm glad that God blessed me with her. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so I, I never really wanted any kids because I kind of felt like I'd be a single mom. <laughs> and here I am a single mom. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm doing, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. And, um, you know, it's been, I, she wasn't planned, but I mean, she's definitely been a blessing to my life. So is there anything that you, I guess, would not do differently? Because I'm not sure if you knew what your mom did. But, you know, since being an only child and having gone through this, do you think that as your daughter gets older, you'll do things to maybe almost pair her for what you've been through? Ooh, that's a heavy one. <laughs> Um, Sorry, I know that was probably a really confusing question. No, it was, just a, it was a he- no, it wasn't confusing. It was a heavy one. Um, I don't. I mean, my mom, she went ahead and you know she paid as far as arrangements go. 
she went ahead and had paid for her cremation. I just had to pay for her urn. Um, and I'll probably do those type of things as far as, you know, taking care of those type of arrangements. But whew, emotionally, I don't know if I can do that. And my mom didn't do it for me. I mean, anytime we talk about it, she, we both end up crying because she knew that I would be alone unfortunately and so that was not something that we finished with talking because it was a tearjerker for both of us because she knew it was just her and I and then I told her I'm like I'll be all alone and she we all just both started crying so I mean all I could do is pray that my daughter you know you know has family steps up to the plate you know and, and finds that comfort like I found some you know with my grieving process but who I don't know. Well, <laughs> Emotionally, I don't know. You know, she will. I mean, you have. I mean, it's all, like, you're going to raise her to be that way. But, I mean, there's already things that, like, we always don't talk about this already as a human. Right. So, I just didn't know if you remember one, like, thing that your mom did to maybe, like, I don't know, like, prepare you for it knowing that you were an only child. I don't, I mean, I don't know if parents do mm-hmm. that not. Um, but yeah, I mean, and thankfully, you know, your daughter won't be alone. She'll find comfort, you know, other ways and things like yeah, that. Yeah, she has lots of family, but I think that, you know, my mom and I talked about as far as the financial arrangements of it and as far as what her wishes were. And um, definitely, I still haven't done it, but I definitely will have my, you know, do a living will and make sure, you know, if I were to die, you know, today, tomorrow, whatever, my wishes for how I want her to be raised and who to live with and those type of things. Um, um, you know, so those things are written and legal and she'll be set, you know. So it's just more of a thing that you almost prepare for yourself rather than like, she, like, you yeah, necessarily tell her because. I mean, she's not really going to understand that, at least not right now at this point in her life. Right. And definitely, I, you know, it's because my mom died unexpectedly, I'm very glad that the last words I said to her was that I love you, you know, before I went to bed because, and I say that to my daughter all the time. And my mom and I were very affectionate with each other. And, you know, I, I make sure I do that for my daughter, you know, and it's like, it's a running joke when I, I say, guess what? And she's like, you love me. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. But she's like, why do you always say that? And I'm like, because I don't want you to ever forget it. I want you to know what it feels like. And I want you to hear the words as often as possible. And like we say it throughout the day, every day. Because I think it's very important. Now, do you think like your and your daughter's relationship is kind of like, you know, your and your mom's relationship? It just blows my mind. Yes. Both of y'all were single moms and both had daughters, you know? I, just, I bet that's yes. so comforting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like you know, we do the same things. And I think I raised her the same similarly to how I I was raised. And so yeah, I definitely feel like, you know, we're doing the same thing, which is funny. But I mean, it's all I kind of know. So it's comforting for me. I felt like my mom did everything right. So I'm doing the best I can. And I do hope that she is proud of me. I mean, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm as near perfect as she was, but I'm doing the best I can, you know? Absolutely. So is there like one, not like one question, but I mean, since we don't really ask our parents what to do in certain situations, you know, when they're here, like while raising your daughter, have you come across something like specific um, so far where you're like, what on earth did my mom like do when she was raising me and I was in this situation? Do you gonna masking? Yeah, I think so. Um, and really, I just reach out to my family and friends, you know, because it's I mean, like... They might know what your mom would do in that situation, if that makes sense. 
not not necessarily that they know what she would do because mind you I'm close to my at this point in my life I'm close to my dad's side of the family so they wouldn't know because I wasn't raised around my dad's side of the family so they I know for a fact they would and even if I asked my mom's side of the family they wouldn't know either so basically I just talk it out because I think about what you know what she probably would do and then it's like and then sometimes I think about it so much that she'll come and visit me in my dream and then I'll wake up and I'll know what to do so sometimes it's just something I have to sleep on it and think about it and you know maybe telepathically talk to my mom and you know think about it and think about it, think about it and just get but I don't really know if there's anything specific but I mean with raising a child most definitely I mean there's things that come up and it's like you don't know what to do and it's like and then I just think okay if I was my mom or if my mom was here what do you think she would say and I kind of have to just do it with myself because really nobody really knew my mom as well as I did so kind of asking other people is kind of pointless but it helps me talk it out so that I can come to a conclusion or answer for myself. Yeah, I know. That's a really like good point that, I mean, sometimes the answers are going to be very obvious, you know, sometimes they aren't, Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you know, you're doing what you think is right and what you think is best. And that's what your mom would have done regardless if it was the exact same thing. Right. So it's like, okay, like, even if the answer wasn't that obvious, you know, like, this is the best that I could do. So close mm-hmm. enough. Yep. Cool. Well, is there anything else that you would like to add and leave with the listeners regarding this or was anything? Um, I think the most important thing is just try to find your people or your support system as best as you can, even if it's just very little, like I myself have very little support. But, you know, find your comfort. I mean, if it's not somebody else that can actually relate to your situation. Like, I do have a co-worker who is a grieving person because her, you know, her brother took his own life um, about a year ago, I believe. And even though I lost my mom unexpectedly, I mean, it's still similar because, I mean, it's like, you know, it doesn't have to be the exact same situation. Yeah. And sometimes, you, you know, you'll find, you know, a, a level of friendship that you never probably thought you would ever have simply because of that so you know just find your people and and it doesn't have to necessarily be somebody that is a grieving person but sometimes there's those specific things that only another grieving person can relate to yeah absolutely well thank you for sharing um that would I'm sure that would help you know it helps in any situation but I'm sure it especially helps you now being an only child It, it really makes you feel like you're not alone because nobody a lot of people don't really understand what to do or you know haven't been through like yeah haven't don't just don't understand grief in general so very much so agree with you and I very much so I'm glad that you have that so yeah well thank you so much for your time and you know I love how raw and true you were with your emotions and I just wanted to thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much, Kat. I appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, have a good one.